To our mom who critiques Wild Bow, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister and I force our mother to read Pale, Wild Bow's least gory work. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. And I'm their mom, and I totally walked the forest ribbon trail. Questionable choices. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we are covering the second half of Arc 2, Stolen Away. All right. Um... We'll start on to our summary of chapters. I am going to say I have a baby right here, so you might hear some random noises. Um, It's probably the baby or Malia trying to pretend it's the baby. Um, But uh, we'll try to edit out any screen. All right. Start with 2.6. The trio ends up speaking to an echo. and They go with Alpi to the spirit world where they encounter some omens. They interfere with the spying practitioner and send an other to delay. In 2.7, Verona interviews the goblins with the allure of chicken nuggets and thinks about becoming an other. She meets with Jeremy, turns into a cat, and sneaks into the other girls' homes. And they continue to talk and plan about the choir. 2.7 extra materials is basically some information about the spirit world and the ruins. And Avery's super cute doodles. <laughs> yes. Um, In 2.8, Lucy watches a movie with her mom and her aunt, who makes fun of her the whole time. Um, She video chats with Booker, who provides excellent advice, and then later meets up with Miss Alpi and the other two Kenneteers to plan walking the forest ribbon trail. 2.9, Avery walks the forest ribbon trail and meets an aggressive child who helps her on her way to meet the wolf. In the 2.9 extra materials, Wildbow flexes his art skills and we fall into despair. (laughs) And then 2.Z, we meet Nicolette Belanger and learn to sympathize with an antagonist. All right, mom, what did you think of these chapters? Oh, no, I, they, this part was really good. I was confused, like always, at part of the time. But um, no, I, I really like the Forest Ribbon Trail. I've been waiting for that. So, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. I'm curious to see like how confused I expected you to be like, I didn't like this because I was confused. So I'm glad that you were like, yeah, because I was yeah, confused no, when I read I wasn't that chapter. That confused. There's just okay. some, you know, sometimes it gets too deep into certain things. And I'm like, my eyes glaze over and I'm not sure if I really <laughs> have to remember. And if I keep reading, usually they'll explain it later or yeah. Or something. So we can ask some specific questions now we're getting back into the swing of recording as you can maybe tell with the baby so um we'll see how this goes um it's gonna be great we're just yes. have extra sound effects <laughs> usually it's reuben and elliot that have all the cool sound effects but we're, we're just, now it's us now it's us that's right and we don't have to pay for them or anything well it's we just... sort of you sort of do i yeah yeah i kind of do but it's okay <laughs> it's worth it and they may not match with what's going on, but that's fine. You know, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> um, All right. So um, start with some questions for mom. Um, so what do you think about the Kennet others desire to keep practitioners out of Kennet? Um, so that seemed fair to me. And 
you know, there are consequences of having open borders. Just had to say that. And don't, yeah. that doesn't mean I'm for it or against it. It just means that, you know, there, well, it doesn't. My kids think I'm, well, you guys don't know me. Okay. So there, but <laughs> no, but there are, you know, there's two sides and, and things to look at. Okay. So what do you, so do you, I guess, like, do you think it's a good idea? Would you keep these practitioners out? Do you think that they're bad news? Like, what do you think? In this yeah, particular- I mean, it's, 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 it's a story. So you don't have to be politically <laughs> correct or nice. You can just We're be not like, asking no. about political correctness. We're, t- no, t- we're just, asking about this the story, an- weirdo. <laughs> this is my answer, Jen. Okay. <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> okay. So I'm just thinking it's a story. So you, it doesn't matter how nice you have to be or whatever. If I were those people in Kennett or the, the others, I would not want to let other people in. I'd just be like, no, this is, we have enough. I think they have enough to deal with, honestly. (laughs) I think they have their plates full. Every time they're just like, oh, we'll be nice because they want to come in and we don't know what that's going to do or if our power is going to decrease or if they're going to fight with us and want to take over this or that. So that's what I mean about the consequences of open borders. I would just like tell them to go someplace else. Totally. So does it, so it seems to you like, practitioners might be more trouble than they're worth um you mean having yeah 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 i think so <laughs> i mean having they have enough they they have enough to deal with i i think they have their hands full yeah so that's Fair. what i would say if i was one of them i wouldn't really invite other people yeah cool um wait i now i feel bad okay so now how do you feel bad <laughs> because you guys think i don't want anybody to come to the united states that's not what we think, Mom. <laughs> Mom that's not, not what we're think. saying. It, okay, it, okay. Any facial expressions you're reading are directed at the baby right now, not at you. Okay. Okay. okay I'm okay then. Okay. Then. Hopefully, it doesn't I'm look glad, very I'm judgmental. Glad I cleared, <gasps> no, I my, that up. Hello. <laughs> my question was, or that question when I wrote it was more about like, like, what do you understand practitioners outside of this town are like based on this, you know, like, or at this time? Um, does it make, you know, do you think like, oh, just let them in, whatever. They can't be that bad. Or is it like, oh, they're probably really scary and awful is kind of yeah. what I was trying this to get at. This is not us talking about. This like, is not a metaphor. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I'm over the, we're not tr- that. We're not okay. tricking. Okay. Yeah, we're not trying to trick you into saying something <laughs> oh, okay, bad. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, are you talking about Nicolette's family, those guys? Yeah. They're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's not that I think they're really bad. It's just that they're not really good, probably. And they probably (laughs) if you let them in, they'd they'd push their agenda on everything and they would try to take over. They're not going to just be nice neighbors that have their fence up and keep, you know, that they're not going to do that. They're going to try to have more power and influence and all that. So that's why I if I was, yeah, I would just they're not going to be nice neighbors that you could borrow a cup of sugar from. You know, well, you could, but there would be consequences. (laughs) What would the consequences be to borrowing a cup of sugar from the Bell and Jays? You'd have to, you'd have to make them two loaves of banana bread. You know, okay, that's not a bad of a consequence. It's not that bad, but you probably need more than a cup of sugar to make two loaves of banana bread. 
Oh, oh those bastards. Yeah, see, there's always <laughs> there's always stuff, you know? You just have to think beyond but the you didn't but what if you don't specify the size of the loaf? You can get many loaf pans. <laughs> and then you can uh, still be like, look, here you guys get two loaves and you didn't. Oh, you're gonna play so that game. No, yeah. no, Jen, you can't play games with them because they're you know, it, it's just not worth it. Cause you know, it all it all would come down to whoever is the most clever. And, um, hmm. you know, I couldn't count on that. And then sometimes those girls are too nice and yeah, they'd get themselves in trouble. Okay. Um, <laughs> that okay. Was question so, one. Okay. Question two. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about Miss wanting to leave the Carmine evidence or wanting the girls to leave the Carmine evidence in the ruins behind? See, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what to Did- think about that. Um, I mean, I could, I went back to look for that and I know, so I, I don't know. Does it make you more or less suspicious of Miss? Oh, I'm totally suspicious of her. I don't know what she's up to. I don't know. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, I don't, yeah, I just don't get it. I mean, she really could turn out to be like this wonderful, caring helpful person that saves them in the end or the exact or she could be the one who killed the car the beast you know I mean I I don't know so um yeah so so I don't know the ruins sound like a bad deal though you should just kind of really avoid that place so I'm I'm a little curious skipping ahead um Avery in this section guesses what type of other miss is you remember that Mm, no (laughs) (laughs) okay Avery Oh, kind of. Well, like, give me some, give me some clues. <laughs> well, it has to do with the paths and the kind of others that exist on paths. Paths. Passes. 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 Um, Passes. Why, you want me to guess what she is? I just want to see if you're right. <laughs> well, okay, so. It's looking like I don't. Can it, can you make it a multiple, multiple, um choice question and then i'll guess no i'll just i'll just tell you <laughs> like, okay so it's like a miss- is she a dragon <laughs> <laughs> so miss miss is a lost do you remember that oh yeah she's lost i know i i didn't really get it but it made me feel sad so on the trail when she did it something happened and now she's wandering around there yeah that's that's so- really sad but it gives her motivation to be found again so that's trouble Mm -mm. no actually no opposite so lost are others that live on paths and they're stuck there usually often um so miss doesn't want to be defined in any way because if she's defined in any way she'll have to fall into a pattern and she kind of loses like her freedom and herself like changes because she's Um, not lost anymore because that's her identity she wants to be lost it's with a capital l it's a type of other Mm mm-hmm Huh. I know it's kind of hard to. I can see how it'd be hard to wrap your head around. Um, yeah, it's it's part of who it she is. is. So like, if she, yeah, if she were to take but on what the, was she before she went on that trail and she was lost? She was something else. So yep, from but, what? Sorry, I mean most likely. <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs> um, what was it like? She could have been a, pr- a practitioner, or we don't really know exactly what she was because okay. she's been on. She was she's been lost for so long. Huh. Yeah, and it's like a practitioner was walking a path and messed up, and so she was able to take that practitioner's place. Um, is like how okay. she escaped. Um, sucks for that guy, but oh well. 
They might have been a jerk. So, see, I like. Jerk. I thought she was walking along, and somebody took her place. No, the opposite. No. Oh, okay. Well, that's life on the forest ribbon trail, I guess. <laughs> and all the other ones. <laughs> and all the other. Paths. And all the other ones. Okay. Jeez. Um. Okay. So. So. Part of the consequence of Avery guessing correctly what type of other miss was, um, is that miss said she'd like it would it would matter it would count or something i don't remember exactly what she says and then at the end of avery's time on the forest ribbon trail she starts calling out for miss and i'm curious like you're very suspicious of miss and you don't know what to think of her do you think she's gonna help avery in this situation or do you think she's not gonna do anything or what do you think yeah i okay i'm gonna go with i think she's gonna help her i'm still you know skeptical and suspicious but i i think she's a good one i think she's gonna help avery oh. <laughs> okay how do you reconcile that thing that you just said you like ultimately you think miss is a good person you're just making me guess yeah i think so but i have but with you know with objections you know i have i have i'm i just sound like a lawyer i but i do yeah what's that word when you say you know reservations yes, no I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, okay. I'll say yes, I think she's good. But um, there's a lot of reasons why she might not be. So that's this True. whole book in a nutshell is nobody has a clue what's going on. <laughs> and the jury's kind out of, still. Yeah. To use another The jury's out. Yeah. Term. It's everywhere. <laughs> we like law stuff, even though we don't get it. Right. <laughs> right. <Lily? laughs> yeah. Jenny's talking to baby, stuff. you guys, just in case <laughs> yeah. you wondered. I'm sorry. That's the other voice. That's yeah. the other voice. She's here, you know. She uh, occasionally know. is going to make her presence known. Yeah. But she's so cute. Yeah. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm sure it's very insightful. Yeah. All it right. probably has something to do with milk. I think everything. Probably. Yeah, probably. It's pretty much it. Or like, yeah, you're like, you're being stingy, mom. Or like, <laughs> you're not bouncing me enough or something. All right. Going back to our previous order of questions that Malia went rogue on. <laughs> um, so what do you think of the way the goblin goblins treat each other, particularly Blunt Munch, Gashwad, and Cherry Pop? Okay, I think they're horrible. I mean, they really... Um, that that was over the top, even for goblins. I mean, Gash stuck that stick in Munch's mouth, and then he clamped, and it was already like impaling his the roof of his mouth, and then he banged down on his head, so it was went further. That was, I mean, so mean and horrible, and um, just wanted it to do more damage. But then that crazy Munch closed his mouth when I think um it's those guys are crazy you know they're so funny though gash stuck his um I'm trying to think how this worked okay I think he stuck his fingers in in Munch's mouth and pulled out a piece of meat or something and ate it and then um and then Munch closed his mouth more even though they had a stick inside that you know so he closed his mouth more just so he could bite on Gashwad's hand. I th they're hilarious. I mean, they are really funny, but they're kind of horrible. But it's like it, it was it's like, um, you know, the Three Stooges or something. Do you guys know who they are? Yes, mom. Yeah, of course you we do. do. Well, I don't know what you guys have seen, but it's like slapstick, you know, so it's Three Stooges or Laurel and Hardy. 
Um, and moral um, party, I have no idea who they are, but I've like what? heard of don't them, but I don't that. know what that <gasps> what? means. How do <laughs> they're better than the Three Stooges? Do you know Abbott really? and Costello? Oh yeah, Laurel and Hardy are hilarious. I know, I know who's on first. That one's good. Uh, okay, Ab- that's good. Abbott and that's Costello. Good. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but they're but it's mostly like the Three Stooges. It's slapstick. Like, don't you think of that with those goblins? Like they're just they're they just want people to um you know get to run into this you know big piece of wood that's stuck out that they don't see and to slip on banana peels and do all that kind of junk so that they can laugh just uproariously you know uh, at all the things that happen to them and um I could see yeah. that <laughs> I know that's what they kind of are <sighs> they're like slapstick monsters. Yeah, slapstick monsters. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so to push you on that, um, does Blunt Munch's description of the goblins making dog meat change your mind about that? I was trying to think. So that was when, um, oh, yeah, that was, I mean, there that was terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? I mean, they're going to take adopted little doggies and have a shooting contest, right? Humans. What do you mean humans? It's right? not dogs? Yeah. I think it's both, I almost want to say. It was Let's adoption, it but I thought it was the like the Humane Society. Like they would take all the adopted dogs and then they would have a little contest and shoot them. Kind of. Yeah, look it up, Malia. But there, there are adopted kids as well. <sighs> I believe or orphaned kids at least. I know. I know. That's pretty terrible, right? Pretty yeah, bad. it is pretty bad. <laughs> pretty bad scrolling okay well anyway to answer and then you can go back and clarify malia oh did you find it yeah okay um okay yeah um so they're gonna get enough i'm a little confused about this it's like they're gonna get enough people together uh or enough goblins together and they want to make fostering and adoption paperwork disappear for kids um i think also a guy and his gun nut buddies who are adopting spare animals and from shelters and then shooting them. Um, oh, see, I thought that's what the goblins were going to do. And they're going to kill. No. Oh, I think it's humans. Goblins are going to like yeah. shoot them. Um. Then we see if we can't kill enough of them in a messy enough way that there's a dog at the end. <laughs> so it makes like, okay. This- so, it, cause the dog, like, you know how John is a, is a human. Yeah. Yeah. So a dog meat is human based. It's not like animal based. Okay. Okay. Um so um you know, basically these goblins, I think they I don't think they think past what's right in front of their face that they can mess with, you know. I don't think mm-hmm. they really have these big values where they're working out that we're hurting somebody and it's an innocent person and all this. I think they they just see, you know, they see somebody's, you know, ear and they want to stick a stick, put a stick in it, you know, and they, Hmm. they have something else flash across and, you know, they'll, you don't think they're like thinking through it enough. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think they even, um, it's not like they're dumb or something, but they just, they don't, their little minds don't think that way. So to get to the exciting part, mom, um, how did you like the forest ribbon trail? Would you want to do it? Tell us everything. <laughs> okay. So I, yeah, I love this part. This was my favorite part so far of the book. It was really, 
Um, I mean, what an imagination. You know, I love this kind of stuff. You never quite knew what was going to happen. It was really super tricky. And um, I was relieved all along the way that she didn't blow it, you know, because there were so many things that could have gone wrong. Um, oh, some parts I was going to, I was thinking were so gross. I mean, this book really <laughs> does that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That place where one in one place and creepy, too. You had a um, doll's head that was bigger than somebody's house or bigger than that cabin or something. And I'm like, mm. that's just creepy. And, and then, um, that boy that had, um, objects like embedded under his skin. Oh man. You know, like, like <laughs> yeah. scissors and a dead mouse. And what was the other thing? A, a pencil or a, oh, a fork. I mean, you know, Wild Bo just, you know that he lies in bed at night all happy, just thinking of whatever disgusting thing he can do next, you know? He's just, you know, that's what cracks me up. How does he come up with this stuff? But that was the grossest. That was really yucky. Yeah, but I like, um, I sure liked Little Snowdrop. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I really loved her. I thought she was awesome, even though she was, you know, she was really, I mean, the things she said, they were not like goblins. It was different because she was really mean. You know, she'd call Avery a, a sorry, you know, ugly loser, you know, or something lonely, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of really mean stuff. And it just, it was like too, um, you know, it just didn't seem like it was a real thing. And I kind of look at it like she was, she's tr- trying really hard to just She's she's really mad and upset because she thinks she's going to be sacrificed at the end, and so she's mm. ju- that's like a defense mechanism. Like I'm not <laughs> going to like or help. I'm not going to help Avery or like her at all because she's a jerk. She's just going to like let the lion eat me at the very end, you know. So well, so wolf, I'm just going to yeah. give her a really ah. bad time. So, so this so is kind of kinda- fun because um, there's actually something unique about Snowdrop um, that I was wondering if you figured it out or not. It seems like. That hasn't clicked Maybe you yet. haven't. So, um, so we get to hear your reaction. Um, so, you know how I asked, um, I think I asked earlier, like, um, what kind of uh, animal you would choose as your companion and what kind of weird quirks they would have, which we'll uh-huh. get to that in a second. Um, did you understand why I asked the weird quirk question? Like, what kind of weird right. quirk do you she think had- Snowdrop has? Because there's something unusual about her that well sort of two things but yeah i mean one specific to the trail and one that always is a snowdrop thing well i don't think this is a quirk it's a possum thing is that they can play dead is that one of they them they can play dead they can play dead um yeah. so th- so th- particularly in the way she's speaking oh really <laughs> do you remember yeah. the rule mom about <gasps> um uh others and practitioners and how they can't lie and yet yeah. sometimes it seems like you- snowdrops lied, right? Yeah. So basically, um, snowdrops rule is that everything she says is the opposite of what she actually means. No, wait. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So her calling <gasps> Avery like a stupid loser is not her meaning that Avery's a stupid loser. It's meaning that she's wait, super how awesome. Do you know this? Super cool. So but, but if you read through um that chapter again like look at the dialogue a little bit closer and i think closer to the end there's um a part 
in particular where um Avery, where you can tell Avery figures it out because she asks where the if the coin's close to the middle of her foot or something. Um, and, and Snowdrop says no, and she turns around or whatever, and, and she, acts, she kicks it up, and she kicks it up like it was in the middle of her foot anyway, and it turns out to be in the middle. Um, well, yeah. that's why that's why I thought she's. I mean, I thought she was just saying all this stuff like a defense mechanism and Avery figured it out like, oh, she says that. So it must be the opposite. I didn't know she couldn't actually do that. That's really, I have to go back and look at that part again. That's yeah. So she can't actually say the thing she's actually trying to say. She always says the opposite of what mm-hmm. she means. It's a special rule of discourse wow. um, that the universe allows because she will always do it. So it's not like she's, necessarily lying oh if that man. makes sense that's yeah that's yeah it's good so to probably, know yeah so that probably I, is gonna you might want to read over that chapter again later and just okay. kind of reinterpret what she's saying because it's kind of fun with that in mind like yeah it like, is basically, i but i actually thought she was just being like you know de- a defense mechanism you know because she mm-hmm. just she knew she was going to be eaten at the end so she just was being bratty sure so that's really interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think yeah if someone was going to sacrifice me i'd be a little more than bratty yeah yeah but that's the funny thing i think because she's chosen as a sacrificial animal um that like she's pretty okay with that and can she are automatically thinks avery is awesome but yeah like if you look in the beginning is like because oh, okay. it's this baby possum and avery asks like basically if she's like killed anything before and she's like yeah <laughs> um oh okay you know that's another like hint to be like this little baby possum probably hasn't killed anything <laughs> before <laughs> um yeah huh. if you read through oh. it Wow. I was, yeah, I was off base on that whole thing. That's interesting. <laughs> a, a lot of people were, I think, the first time they read through it, and it took some community and a little bit of hand-holding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, think I, ha- I think I had to read through it a couple times to, for it to really click um, for me. Yeah. No, for I'll sure, go back so. and do that, because I really liked that part. And I yeah. liked her, even though she was a little pain, you know. I don't know why. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> yeah it's kind of <laughs> now i want to go back and like look at and just read you certain lines and be like no let me see um do 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 it was 2.9 i think that one was in particular mm-hmm. um let's see yeah what did you think of like i guess her what she looked like do you remember anything about what she looked like um was she was she a little girl also yeah, so she was With a little like, girl. Like seven years old or something. Remember. Um what was the what's the chapter? Two point nine nine. Um and I can read you a description, um, at least of what she's wearing because I thought it was pretty wonderful. Um <laughs> so and a lot of people love like yeah, just a lot of people okay. really love her outfits. Um so it's saying like so she, She's a little possum girl. Um, her hair was bleached and messy, skin pale, smudged in places, her feet dirty. She had dark circles under her eyes like someone punched her. She wore a white jacket with a hood and big black buttons had been sewn onto the hood to be eyes, cloth for ears, <laughs> and actual teeth from various animals sewn in and around the hood. She didn't have any shorts or skirt on that Avery could see, but she wore an ad- adult-sized t-shirt that came to her knees in black. <laughs> It was printed with I have class, I have sass, I scream at own ass. 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty wonderful. Yeah, how it's can pretty you? wonderful. That's probably, you know, it sets it right up so you can't help but like her at the beginning. <laughs> Snowdrop's incredible. Yeah, she's yeah. so good. Um, <laughs> that's great. But yeah, because like she kept saying things like, that's like, you look so uncool. <laughs> and oh. she's like, do you have something you want to be called? I want you to call me dead meat or unworthy sacrifice. Oh, actual <laughs> literal trash. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I was going to lead a nice long life. I had the rest of the time with my mother to get drunk on her milk, cozy and safe. Then a good life awaited me, eating trash, eating bugs, eating plants, and eating carrion. I would have found a mate. I would have had babies. And I've heard that nature rewards good animals who have babies with a weeks-long hint of happy, like we've been given heroin. Doesn't help keep some moms from eating their babies. <laughs> so, just the opposite of all that. Like, I was going to have a really short life. I wow. did not have my suck. mom. Um, a bad life awaited me. I would not have found a mate or had babies. <laughs> you know oh okay um, wow that's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> um and then here it was like interesting because she's like talking about the sacrificial part and she's like i'm going to die a meaningless death when i had a real chance of contributing to my species <laughs> um oh. oh yeah then do you remember todd that weird that weird guy <laughs> i forgot about todd no. yeah <laughs> Well, Todd, was he in the beginning oh, of the story? God. Or I remember they threw a coin. Did he go free? And who was Todd? He, he Was he one of those guys in the beginning of the story? No. he. he the first time we see him is here. Um, oh, it is? He's, okay. He's an other. Um, yeah. He's basically like talking and stuff. He's like, it's <laughs> like, it's like he seems kind of normal at first. And then like, it's like so creepy. It's, so um, he's like, yeah, Todd had a gun and there wasn't anything resembling cover. Been a long time since I did my thing, Todd told her, sounding very sad. I think if I wear your skin, I could get free of this path and return to your world. I have to resist my instincts. I don't know who or what I used to be. That's been lost. But whenever I think about what I'll do when I'm free in your world again, I keep thinking I'll have to kill someone and lay my eggs in their corpse and do that every day until someone gets around to exterminating me. <laughs> He's a neat guy, Snowdrop said. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clue. Right that there. was a clue. What happened when she, she threw a coin, though, or something? Did that let Todd go free or something like that? Or no, maybe I no. just missed that part. Okay, good. Because he's kind of trouble. Yeah, he's, he's trouble. Yeah. Um, Snowdrop's like path specific power is that she can take something, she can carry something as well. Um, because the on the trail, you pretty much can only take one of the items. Okay. Um, except Snowdrop, her possum power is that she can carry an item. Oh, okay. Um, which is why at the end, Avery's able to do some sort of weird switcheroo on the wolf, kind huh. of, and then Nicolette fucks it all up. But you know, shit happens. <laughs> yeah happens. that that ending i don't want to talk about that right now but that the way that ended kind of left me hanging in the air and i wasn't sure what was you know done done going on but it's like that with the whole book <laughs> not really but yeah i i it didn't um it didn't finalize anything at all for me so yeah um do you want to read the next question jen or do you want me to 
I do, but I also wanted to, I'm just trying to look up this one thing in here. Okay. Um, trying to help with baby. Right. She's okay. So yeah, at the very end, kind of like, um, yeah, the, the wolf or, you know, the, the massive doll goes in and grabs Snowdrop and Snowdrop yeah. says, I know what to do. Snowdrop raised her voice. I know what to do. I'll help. I can bring help. I can save you. Oh no. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, oh. Yeah. So, just I wanted... want Snowdrop back. She needs to come back. Do you back think to so? where? Yeah. What... To back to Avery. So yeah. So do you that remember? Avery can... Yeah. Do you remember um, the next chapter uh, or the next bit with um, Nicolette's chapter? Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember I mean, seeing Snowdrop? In that chapter? Mm-hmm. So, so basically, um, I think so. they're talking about like how they use that dollhouse thing to try to like interfere with the trail, right? Yeah. Um, and how they pull that little, um, what is it? They get that little, it says they snag the little rodent. The rodent screams, struggling. <laughs> And then basically, like, pulled out a kid with a t-shirt printed with trash face. <laughs> well, this is neat, the kid said, breathing hard. <laughs> so, so basically, Snowdrop is in this chapter as well. Um, and oh, so good. Nicolette's like, don't be scared. Um, and are you happy you're not getting sacrificed? Yes. And then Nicolette's <laughs> like, cool, oh. don't suppose you'd stick around help? Can do if it screws with her. Um, can you tell us more about the forest ribbon trail? Nicolette asked. Not really. Can you tell us anything? The kid shrugged. Nah. <laughs> um, so then basically is like, let me see here. Basically asks, says like, I'm going to get some things to clean up. Do you need anything? She asks the other. Nah, pretty happy right now. You'll stay put if I leave you here for a minute. Yes. You won't touch anything. I won't. And you'll be good. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And then, if you can remember, like, then the fire starts. Oh. So Snowdrop yeah. started a fire. Oh, Snowdrop. Yeah, so good job, Snowdrop. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky girl. All right. I have I, a I feeling to... that we should have, that you guys should have talked with me, like, two days ago and told me all this <laughs> stuff. You know? That would have been kind of helpful. <laughs> Gee. Well, I mean... We want to make sure that you have a chance to try to uh, interpret it, you know, how it seems to you, you know, and then we can yeah, always I kind like... of missed. I kind of missed that whole thing. <laughs> it's okay. So better sorry. late than never. No, yeah. it's all right. It's okay. It's kind of fun hearing your reaction to some of that stuff anyway. <laughs> but all right. Kind of back to some of the questions I wanted to ask. Um, if you had to walk the trail yourself, what animal would you choose as your boon companion? And what weird quirks do you think they would have? So, uh, I mean, I was thinking about what animals and um, I chose a monkey because huh. um, I just think monkeys are um, fun and playful and they're kind of crazy, you know, like you can't quite. Um, predict what they're going to do and they swing around and they could really be good at distracting people if you wanted to, a distraction. So um, yeah, I thought that would be kind of neat. And then quirks was fun. I was trying to, I was trying to think of monkey quirks, you know, and um, so he has to, 
speak with the English accent. I kind of like that, you know. Why? For... What does it have to do with monkeys? What is going on? <laughs> she wanted quirks. I just put okay. some, some, I'm trying to, I, <laughs> I'm trying to describe my monkey's personality so that you can picture him better. Okay. Okay. So, so he speaks with the English accent and he's a huge flirt with everything. <laughs> so, I mean, just with, you know, mostly he's, it's a boy monkey. So mostly with girls, but just a huge flirt and winks at him all the time. And, and um, yeah, that kind of stuff. And um, he's also germaphobic, which is one of his, one of his quirks. So I don't know where to go with that, but Jenny asked me, you know, because monkeys are well, monkeys are actually kind of smelly and stuff, but not this guy. He's he totally um takes baths at least twice a day, maybe more. He's always scrubbing. That's a know. lot. Yeah, no, no, he's yeah. All right. Well, and with keeping in mind um the new quirks that we told you about Snowdrop that you didn't realize before, and this is kind of a hard question now, I think, to, off the top of your head, but do you think there's anything trail specific that the monkey would have kind of like how snowdrop kind of speaks in opposites or could bring the or can bring thing, thing or yeah or have no idea okay. that's okay too that would be so i think um where's my quirks i think well gee i don't know i th i think that speaking with the english accent and being a huge flirt kind of goes together for me because i just love i mean you know it's like you hear a guy with a English accent. I mean, doesn't that just make your heart beat a little faster, you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Depending <laughs> I mean, on the sure. variety of English, yeah. True. Oh, okay. And, but like, my um, husband has but, an accent, not an English one, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that works. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think that um, that part of being a flirt and a English accent could, especially the flirt part, could throw people off. You know, he could just say things that are absolutely. I mean, some of those other where off. the truth is really a stretch, you know, and throw people off. And then um, what do we do with the germaphobic thing? See, Jen, <laughs> you asked me these questions. And so I'm thinking, wow, what do I want my monkey to be like? And I'm not thinking about the trail and all that stuff. So there right. you go. I know. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely a different, a little bit of different line of quirks than I was intended, but that's kind okay, of fun. Sorry. So. No, it's okay. Um, so, um, as we know, at the end of the trail, you get to choose like your, I guess, boon, your boons or like your, like a gift. Um, and it kind of depends on which item you're trading, uh, into the wolf. Right. So what gift or gifts would you choose at the end of the trail? Um, I'd like to free a couple, a couple of others. So which one of them is the monkey, if that's possible? So is that the cat skull? Do I just to totally not have a clue what's going on? <laughs> so if you're, if you're choosing your money, your monkey, that's your companion. So that's, that doesn't count as one of the lost that you're free. No. How you, do I free that would the be monkey? The, the escape can... route with the branch. Yeah. So you can... <sighs> You can keep, you can save your companion. You can save the monkey, but it's just, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, I, th I think I've got to just sacrifice the monkey then. We're going to do a, <laughs> we're going <laughs> well, to do the world in flirty English germaphobic monkey? <laughs> like, no, sucks but the to thing is, if he's dead, he, he's still, this might be, you know, 
what he wants to do with his life because his real love of his life already died. And so he wants You're to be with so her. You're so full of it. <laughs> You're so full of it. He wants to be with her, his sweet Suzette, you know, and she... <laughs> So this way he could be with her, but um, he can still kind of come back when she goes back to the trail, you know, because she's now she's going to be able to travel. She'll still see Monkey, even though he's dead. And she can find <laughs> Who the fuck is Susan? I think you're why so- can she travel? <laughs> is that like, is that what the crepes is that's named after? No, no. Why he it's lo- just that, wait, you're asking all these other questions. I mean, this is my answer. So there. Okay. I, just to clarify as well, like, I feel like it's in, it's insinuated that if they had picked a different possum baby, like a totally different one, that he or she would probably have similar quirks as, as a, in terms of like being able to take more than one item and speaking the opposite of what you mean. So are you saying every monkey that you chose would have an English accent and be a germaphobe? Wait, why would I choose another monkey? (laughs) Okay, you guys, Malia has fallen off her chair right now. You guys, I am... (laughs) Baby's baby's even upset. Okay, Malia, just tell me. I don't I don't get why I'd have another monkey. How are you gonna guarantee that your monkey has a British accent? I don't have to guarantee it. I can what do you mean? That's just that's just what, what it is, Malia. That's just <laughs> If you take a baby monkey on the trail, they just are going to have a British accent. Is it always the same kind of British accent? Or is like some have like a really posh one while some are cockney? Listen, you know, I only want one monkey. I don't want. He's my companion. Like, but if you're if your brother, let's say, um, also wanted to do the forest ribbon trail and picked a different monkey, would it have be the same? No, no, this is a unique monkey. Okay. <laughs> all right. My mom- I'm glad that we're all on the same page. <laughs> Are we? No, not no. at all. Not at all. That's all right. Okay. So you would choose to save your monkey. No, you wouldn't choose to save your no, monkey. I wouldn't. You would choose to free two lost, even though the monkey would be dead and cannot see. No, or no, no you choose the no, basket. No, I'm, I'm just going with the basket so that I could travel and go on this trail. And then I would oh, meet up okay. with monkey. You know, even though monkey's How? dead. What? He's dead, mom. Lost or not dead he's people. Dead. No, but it says they're still useful. So he's what? dead, but he's oh, still right. could somehow help me. will be dead, but still useful. Yeah, so he's going to somehow, his spirit but, or well, somehow, think, he's going to show up. I think the usefulness is the fact that you get to leave. No, no, he's going to be there when I go back on the trail. It's just not in the same manner. We'll say but it's open to still- interpretation, just like how you interpreted your monkey to have a British accent and be germaphobic. <laughs> sure. Every single monkey is going to be germaphobic and have some No, but they're not all going to be germaphobic. No, but they're not. That's, that's, that's special. The, it's the trail quirk. I asked mom. That's what she said. She said that they that's what they all have. Does it make a lot of sense in terms of monkeys? <laughs> Definitely not. 
But, you know, I, she knows because that's well, what she picked. And that's what I picked. And it's useful to have a germaphobic monkey because they're kind of stinky. You know, you want one that is really into taking showers yeah, and baths. And no, it's so true. Shouldn't, shouldn't the, the monkey like be germy and smelly and to be able to like, I don't know, like go dis- distract others with their poop or something? It's like no, that magical fa- monkey poop they throw. <laughs> And no, like this can one, weaponize. No, this, that's not this. That's not his personality. So you picked I mean, like one the can... one weird ass monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you picked like he could have picked any this... monkey in the world, no, and you picked the Jen. one that was like the reject monkey. No, listen, <laughs> no, poor... Jen, you don't get this monkey. He's gonna he's gonna distract people <laughs> because he's a real swinger. He's gonna be swinging through the branches and distracting. Oh, I get them it. Oh my and... god, mommy, you're a genius. This is that's why a he's a flirt. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna be like he's gonna be like taking the hats off of other people and and messing with them, you know. And they'll kind of be like monkey, monkey, you know. And um, so he, but he's, that makes so much sense now. Like it's just like there, it's brilliant. like epic distract. Like all monkeys are epic at distracting, and your monkey in particular uses flirtation. Oh, he's the best, and, and then sex you, appeal, yeah, which is weird. Then as they'll hell. get really confused because they'll be like. They'll start to really like this monkey because he tells them how just absolutely stunning they are. And he's never seen anyone that has such a musical voice and all this stuff. And they'll get. Well, he can't know, really lie. Focused but yeah. on, well, well, he's he, strange I mean, it, though. Metal music musical. And, you know. Yeah. Could still I mean, he'll say, figure it out. That's yeah. That's, that's so, cool. So he's no, like the toad good. swallow of monkeys where it's like most monkeys are going to use like be like crude and rude and socially oh, no, unacceptable to be distracted but this one's you got yourself a special monkey i did a special of, monkey do you know what kind of monkey probably not that's fine it's a you swinger don't have monkey to, but a, a swinger monkey, monkey. Kate, can you name this monkey <laughs> this monkey deserves a name oh gosh i think it's um gerard gerard and suzette <laughs> gerard and suzette isn't that great is that yeah. another monkey that, no like but i'll tell you i it, She's she's not a monkey, no. Is she just, what is what is she? <laughs> no, really, do I have to come up with this? I'm so yeah. interested. Let's ask I'm, let's ask investing. the audience because I I can't. We know the answer. What, they're gonna. What do you mean? They're gonna what? No, they'll. They're say, gonna need you to tell with, them. Uh, no, they no. That's a cop out. You came up with Gerard, the oh. handsome, flirtatious germaphobe. Like you need to come up with at least what Suzette is. <laughs> She's not even a monkey. Is this like this is a well, this is a reference no one's gonna get, but is this like an umbrella academy where one of the characters five is in love with a mannequin? Or we'll say like <laughs> is this like in Castaway where like Tom Hanks oh, the, like yeah, the... loves Wilson? No, no, but... no. No, Gerard is smarter than that. He just, you know, Oh boy. So so Suzette. Hey, I mean my Okay and number like number five in Umbrella Academy is very smart. He's just uh is in love with a mannequin because of traumatic experiences. Yeah. We'll say that. Which I know you two don't okay. understand, but no, anyone they, who's watched this will understand. Okay, so we're anyway. getting off the track a bit, but I'll just oh, we briefly are off say the fucking rails. <laughs> okay, so you know, Gerard, he spent um years in a in a zoo in Atlanta okay so he was in the zoo and his cage was next door to the giraffes and um and so 
Suzanne was Suzette. Suzette. I'm sorry. Su- Suzette was this lovely giraffe with this long neck that was beautiful <laughs> and just the longest eyelashes he'd ever seen. And she was really sweet to him. And he'd always just swing over and flirt with her like crazy. And that was it. They fell in love. So, but you know, that's, what the, happened that's to their Suzette? story. No, she died tragically. Oh no. <laughs> what was the tragedy? What was the tragedy? <laughs> Really? Was it germ related? Is that why he's a germaphobe? Oh, that's even better. Oh. <laughs> come on, Jen, help me out. I can't. She went with septic this. from. Uh, uh, oh no! No, she had. I don't know a bad. Her, she contaminated water supply, uh, and she went septic. And I like that. Yeah, and she. That's sad. Yeah, that's well, depressing as heck. Happens. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a sad story. This whole this whole book is sad. That's I mean, you know, so, yeah, like it's really does he sad. Think he's gonna find like Suzette's ghost. Well, yeah, that's does what he happens. Speak giraffe or something, or like he how doesn't they need communicate? to, baby. They totally. <laughs> yeah. It just is. Yeah, it, they totally communicate it's without just words. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just like through looks. Don't go there. Yeah. It's just the eyelashes. <laughs> so it might just be in his mind. The sweet Suzette might not even care. <laughs> Suzette loves him. She would flutter her eyelashes at him all the time <laughs> and come over. Yeah. No. It, she loves him. Okay. Can we get on the story? <laughs> had crepe Suzette. Yeah, that's the thing. Remember I made it for dad on our first Valentine's? It's oh, yeah. you make crepes and then you Oh, I'm thinking no, no, you know what? I'm thinking Cherry's Jubilee. You set these cherries you on fire cherry and jubilee. they go crazy. I thought, I thought crepe so, Suzette was like crepes with uh, orange liqueur or something. It's more the orange. Yeah. So I think I made Cherry's Jubilee, but the crepe Suzette, yeah, it's this orange like Grand Marnier liqueur inside a crepe and it's just amazing. Yeah, I've had it. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so we are so off topic. Can you guys like? <laughs> um, I'm curious as to what you think about the wolf. Um, I see it. It ended too abruptly, Malia. I mean, I I think we just started. We saw the wolf, and I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting that the wolf was old. That was kind of neat. It was a girl too, right? Hmm. Yeah, and so. Um, she didn't scare me as much as she should have, probably because everything else in this book is worse. I had a follow up about the wolf. Um, oh, what about the comic, you know, where it's like all red and it's Avery and the wolf are talking. (gasps) Did that make her scarier? Yeah, I still just that can't be the end for Avery, though. You know, it's just the book's not over. Avery's not over. I mean, that would be no. So So do you I I want to explain the comic? Yeah, good. Um, so remember how she has to sacrifice Snowdrop or she has to take the like the exit thing, right? The detour or whatever it's called. Okay. Yeah. So the detour is a branch that I think doesn't have a ribbon on it because almost <gasps> oh, all the branches yeah, have ribbons that. on it. Right. So, so mm-hmm. Snowdrop is taken away at the end of the chapter and then the wolf finds out about the branch and that comic is the wolf like eating the branch, like destroying it. So basically, that comic is implying that there is no escape for Avery at this point. Well, darn. 
<laughs> bummer. <laughs> Soup's bum. Super bummer. Just okay. want your opinion on the, the wolf and how scary they are. <laughs> okay, now it's a little more, a little bit more scary. I'm nervous now. Because you remember um, part of the whole thing with the negotiation with the wolf is like um, you let the wolf do whatever they want to you in the exchange for that you don't remember any of it. Oh, so now oh. like Avery's stuck and she can't negotiate any of that. So supposedly <gasps> the wolf can just do whatever and she can't negotiate like to get out or to not remember or anything. Oh, that would be a mess. Yeah, I mean, that would be she's great. the only one that kind of has her head on halfway straight. Those other girls. No, I mean, but, Verona? She okay. wants to just let's let's talk about okay. Lucy and Verona. What is this comment? What's going on, Mom? No, I mean Avery's the only one. She's comes from a crazy family and she's got her problems, but she seems to have really good coping skills and rise above things. Now Verona has it so bad and she's so depressed and and she lives in this horrible situation that she doesn't even want to be human anymore. And um and then Lucy, Lucy, I still got hopes for, but she, you know, she's got um, big anger issues and I don't know. She's, she's got a lot of things to work through too. So now, now Avery's going to come back after all this and have these horrible, you know, horrible PTSD or something, you know? Sure. So it won't well, I mean, be good. Avery also like didn't have any friends before this whole yeah. thing started and she would go she would see how long she could go without speaking to anyone um because people didn't talk to her and that was her oh, way of yeah taking control over the situation kind of slash mm. withdrawing into herself so that wasn't great i mean she's yeah. doing a lot better now she has Avery and Verona but she's not i don't know i mean Verona okay. and Lucy but cool okay so uh, I'm curious as to what you think about Nicolette. We get a full backstory of a practitioner we've never met before. We hear about how her family was horrible. Her brother um, attacked her. She now has like this hole in her head, scary spirits in her head. Yeah. And she has to be really careful about that. She's like the servant sort of for the Belangers. And that's a whole weird thing. And there was the dollhouse. There was all the blood. There was all the, you know, tell me about Nicolette and your thoughts. <laughs> Was she what you expected? No, I had no expectations. Okay. So she just was a new character. And, but the more you learn about her, she's really an interesting character. And um, I really like the hole in her head part. <laughs> I mean, that's something she does need to be. If you had a little hole in your head and, and spirits and stuff could go in there and mess with you, that would be um, something to really protect. She needs to be careful. And um, I do. I don't like the rest of her family, you know, they're, they're really they take advantage so are you, of her. And yeah. When you say family, are, are you meaning like Alexander and the other men slash boys? Or do you mean I, her parents and her? Well, it's the brother? whole, all of them, all of them. Sure. I guess I was thinking of Alexander and those guys, but mm -hmm. yeah, her parents are 
horror. Where do they get these parents? You know, I mean, um, th- those parents are horrible too because their brother comes back after making like a Canada. hole, no, you know, making a big hole in her in her head and doing all this junk, and it's like, oh, good, he's not on drugs anymore, isn't he? Wonderful, and she's still ticked off at him, and they're mad at her. You know, I just these parents are are a tough bunch. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, I feel kind of bad. I feel bad for her. I really want to see her succeed in the things she does and get out of this situation. Um, so she could be a good one um, to let into Kenneth, except the problem right now is that she wants to get revenge on the three girls. So that's got to switch, you know, but it might. I don't know how, but. I mean, do you think she successfully got revenge on them by trapping Avery in the forest ribbon trail? Did she do that? Yeah. So if you remember that part in her interlude where she's talking about that dollhouse thing. Yeah. And then if you look back in the snowdrop, like in uh, the previous chapter or the time about the giant doll head and stuff. Yeah. um, Coming, grabbing snowdrop. That's the same thing. Right. So. So the creepy doll head's not actually part of the trail. The creepy doll head was Nicolette interfering. Okay. Wow. Yeah, no, I think, um, well, if you just look at it from Nicolette's point of view, she's doing what she has to do. And she's doing a pretty good job with it. So um, hopefully, in a few more chapters, after they get in some fights and do some things, then they'll get to know each other. And they'll be um, a group of four girls instead of three, and they'll all be on each other's side. And yay. So, because I, that'd be nice. It's just, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Cause I feel bad for her. She, I think she's got to do this kind of stuff to survive. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, another question. Um, what do you think happened with the choir? Cause we know that Avery, um, doing this trail was trying to go, um, to the choir to interrupt the ritual. Right. So, what do you think happened with them? <laughs> I think it still has the ritual still hasn't started is what I was thinking. Okay. And so the next chapter or two, she's going to somehow somebody's going to get out of there and go to that ritual probably, you know, because that's what is going to be fun. You know, that's what we got to see next. So it's either going to be all three girls or one of them or something, but, um, but somebody's going to show up at that ritual and things are going to happen. That's all I know. I just I just don't think it it has happened yet. <clears throat> all right, cool. Do you have any other questions before we move on to some listener ones or did you have stuff you wanted to Um I wanted to just say this really <laughs> Now I'm worried to say it, but um I'm going to say an idea I came up with that I think would be really fun for that forest ribbon trail. So, um I I was just thinking about it. <clears throat> And um, how all there's all these obstacles and things that pop up and stuff. Um, I think I think something that would be really cool is if the um, the trail had forks in the road, you know, or forks in the trail, and um, they'd have a sign on each. You know, you'd have like a sign this way that would have like a little. Um, you know, a little red cloak or something on the ground or something and a sign over this way that would have um, a house made out of bricks or something, you know? And so you decide which one you're going to take and um, they'd all be based on um, fairy tales. 
So, you know, so if you took the one on the right, it would be the story of Little Red Riding Hood, you know, and you'd probably run into grandmother. And I don't know if you would be Little Red Riding Hood or whatever, but definitely you're going to have to deal with the wolf and things like that. And then the if but if you took the one on the left, you'd have to um, it would be the story of the three little pigs, you know, so you'd, <laughs> you'd have these um, three houses you go to and you would try to figure out, you know, there would be all these obstacles or tests that you'd have to go through to see if um, if you could out, you know, outsmart the wolf again and stuff. But that seems like it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, there's like Snow White and Hansel and Gretel with that candy house, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk. There could be all kinds of trouble because those those, um, fairy tales, you know, they're pretty violent and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that would just be a fun one where you're sitting there looking at these signs going, okay, wait a minute, you know, so. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I thought that was fun. Heaven. Belly time. (laughs) Um, Cool. So now we have two listener questions that we wanted to go through. Um, The first one is from Kippos, and she asks, given that we've seen beings ranging from the well-known, like goblins and the fae, to the completely unknown, like a dog of war and everything else. Are there any mythological or fantasy beings that you hope makes an appearance in the book? Okay, I love this question. That's really fun. Um, So my first thought was dragons, because I thought that was really cool. And they can fly and all that. But, um, but then I think I'd rather see unicorns. I really the unicorns mm-hmm. are like um, stylish and sparkly and colorful, and um, they have powder in their horns that heals things. So they're kind of magical, and that would come in real handy in this series. And you guys, do unicorns fly? I can't remember. I think that's Pegasus. Oh, okay. I think unicorns don't necessarily fly. Okay. You know, Slash but I think, I think that's that would be my um, my favorite thing that I'd have. I was also thinking about um, it'd be kind. This is just off the wall, but th- that was a good question. I was thinking about um, a genie, or um, have you know that would grant you three wishes, or even a fairy godmother. That'd be kind of fun, is you know, but but they'd always have strings attached, at strings attached, of course. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you think Wild Bo's take on like a genie would be? <laughs> Um, you know, it would be the same thing it always is. Those genie things, you always wish for a million dollars or to, um, you know, to never age or something like that. And then there's this whole horrible problem that you never thought of, you know. And, um, you know, um, so that's what he would have fun with the genie because because, um, you know, they would just make like, I don't know what would it would be like. To, I w- I want chicken McNuggets for the rest of my life. You know, it would just be. <laughs> but maybe they would all come. What a like terrible a- wish! <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't like, wish that. You could wish for I anything was, in the world <laughs> and lifetimes of live chicken McNuggets. Okay, you wouldn't even I have to do anything to mess up with that wish because it's just bad. <laughs> like all right, heart disease. Was, there you go. <laughs> was that? Oh, gee. Okay. Did I say that was my wish? No, I'm just going with <laughs> some dumb wish. So, um, you know, there's always going to be these problems and he would be the master at, at, um, th- something with a genie, you know, and coming up with uh, how that wish is going to just destroy your life. So that would be good. 
So we know that, um, what was the monkey's name? Gerald or whatever? Gerard. 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 We know what his wish would be for, right? Suzette. Suzette. How would that backfire on him? Well, he'd be dead for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. All right. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got to ask you guys stuff. What what would you wish for, Jen? I don't. I'd wish for because you know you you know you can't wish for more wishes, right? Because that's like the rule. I would wish for an infinite supply of genies. Wow. Oh, tricky. But they might okay. all be in your kitchen and there might be like 700,000 of them. You know, you don't know what you're saying because it could be a real problem. <laughs> like an infestation of genies. Yeah, an infestation. Just like well, I can yeah. use one of them to wish the other ones into a uh, portable container. <laughs> okay you'd have to do it fast (laughs) (laughs) that's that's true i could be very speedy what about you malia um i don't think mom ever saw this but jen did you ever watch dragon ball z weirdly no or at least not really really. i've seen like snippets but okay well there's um in one of the arcs there's this thing that goku and a bunch of people actually i think used to train um and it's called a hyperbolic time chamber at least from what i remember and basically you go in there and it's just this like big white empty void that has like food or whatever. And basically when you're in there, like time is frozen on the outside. And so mm. you can like train and do a whole bunch of crap and just like get really whatever. And like, I think I would use that for sleeping so that <laughs> I could have 24 hours, but still get a shit ton of sleep. You have to be careful because you still age though, right? Y- well, I don't remember, but that's probably one of the drawbacks. <laughs> if you ever saw that, uh, what was it called? That that time travel movie with like the wristwatches. Oh, clock stoppers. Clock, clock stoppers. Yeah, yeah. Or, I think that's what it's called. And they had that one dude that like aged like dramatically in like a month oh, or two. I do sort of. Yeah, remember that. Look how passed out this girl is. Oh, don't jinx it. I know. I'm like, I can't yeah. move. It doesn't look don't like move. it's comfortable. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh, no. See? Shh. Shh. Don't talk, Jen. Okay. So. <laughs> Remember that book? I know you read it, Jenny, and then you gave it to me, and it was about um, living so the time forever. Traveler's wife? No, this one was about oh. living forever. They talk went everlasting. To, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You read that to us a bunch, Mom. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was really cool and really sad, but um, yeah. Okay. Wow, well, right. you guys ne- are good at remembering stuff. Okay. Next listener question from Sleeping Beluga. Um, while Bo is known for his rich world building and the other verse is no exception, which classic author or author you've read previously do you think would be suited to the setting? Which one would you want to see give it a try as a setting, regardless of their interests? Okay, so I think the most obvious one is J.K. Rowling, because it'd be kind of cool to get um, Harry Potter and gang in here and there'd be a lot of stuff <laughs> happening, but, um, but there'd be a lot they'd of be magical so things and what? I said they'd be so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like that could be a really fun, um, fun thing to see what happened with that. And then I just, I, this is really, I was like, who absolutely wouldn't belong. And, um, so I was thinking a little bit of uh, <clears throat> the Bronte sisters and stuff, but then I thought, no, I think I'm going to say um, Louisa May Alcott and Little Women. <laughs> and I just, 
<laughs> I That'd be just, a weird one. You know, it's very weird. I don't even know. You guys asked me, and so I just went from one extreme to the other. And little yeah, women, good. little women. I think of the main character is Joe, and um, she was um really an outspoken tomboy who loved to write, and um, she. I just loved her. She was a great character. Everyone would have to clean up their language though. I mean, this just could not, (laughs) I I think you'd really have to clean it up. But um, I also think she'd be really good at standing up for herself. She's really smart. Mm -hmm. And um, she, she, with her gift for writing, maybe she'd have a real gift for making diagrams. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Um, I think in terms of Harry Potter, I think Hermione would be the only one that stood a chance. (laughs) because <laughs> um, i mean let's be honest like harry's pretty useless anyway i mean i know he's supposed to be the hero he only knows expelliarmus which i feel like i pronounced that weird just now but that's okay because i'm not a wizard but um i feel like he learned that like in what his, is that his first year third, yeah that was his first year huh? or his second year Maybe yeah, second year, the dueling, first. the dueling lessons. Ah, yes, the dueling. You learn that in his second year, and that's the only fucking thing he ever <laughs> uses. Like, really? There's nothing else that you want to try to learn? You, you, you got this whole magic school going. You just, that, that's where you want to stop? You just really eat wands out of other people's hands? Yep, that, that's it. <laughs> and then Akio, which I'm still annoyed that that's how they chose to pronounce it um does the i mean that also kind of eats things in your direction just eat things yeah yeah he's just a eater whereas (laughs) hermione actually like knows shit um she's the only one that could yeah do this she's the only hope yeah she's the only hope ron's (laughs) just goofy um (laughs) but i feel like harry thinks i don't know i'm just like i just don't understand what his uh, what he what he brings to the team <laughs> you know hey mom do you know what yeeting is no Ye- yeet <laughs> of course she doesn't know what yeeting is how would she know yeah, it's what basically are you like about? is that a Harry Potter like, thing no, no it's slang <laughs> imagine just like punting something like punting or like throwing an throwing object or... just like out into the void that's what yeet like yeeting something is for like to yeet why do they have to come up with these new words <laughs> You know, that's a punting is a one. really <laughs> punting is a really good word. Yeah, but like think of some of the slang terms when you were growing up, you know? Oh, I'd like to see what you think were the slang terms when I was growing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, um, kind you're of, probably gonna say Did y'all say pajamas or no, that's a nineties thing. No, that say, was um, later. Yeah, I was gonna say no. tubular or gr- no, was groovy. Like groovy. Groovy is that I never like, really said that. That was like in the sixties and I was more of a seventies girl. I'm like, what the hell? I don't think we said anything. That's not true. I'm sure you guys. You want to let's Google some. Well, there's Hawaiian things. There were Hawaii slang things. You know, the stoked and and um, they used to say righteous all the time. That's not stoked. People said righteous. Yeah, righteous. You know, like yeah, that was righteous. That's definitely 70s. Yeah, that's not Hawaii. Or or far out, mom. Were things far out? Oh yeah, far out. Yeah, everybody (laughs) says far out. No one says far out. Not these they days. Sh- they totally should. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's a on grammar.yourdictionary.com. Apparently, they have 70s slang for. Uh, oh, good. Tell me what things. it was. Okay, for coming and going or things like that. They have crib, 
for you no, know your never apartment heard of that or whatever. In my life. Oh, no, your your crib I, where you like live. Your crib. No, you nobody that? said that. That's dumb. No, hmm. they said about, that in the '90s. How about I got a skitty? I've never heard that, but <laughs> that sounds like a wedgie or something. What does that even mean? <laughs> Where'd you get this? Hey, That's it's so online, dumb. so it must be true. No, it's, so yeah. Apparently, it means I have to hurry and leave. Um, no. How about That's... keep on stepping? No, is... God, you're gonna think oh, wait, we're wait. so dumb. No, wait, I really like this one. Peace, love, and granola. <laughs> That just looks, okay. that sounds like someone made it up. Okay, wait. What about these ones? How about um? Okay, so these are like slang for for cool. Um, bomb. Uh, no, maybe. Which yeah, far out. Oh, far out. Yeah, yeah. Funky. Yeah. We already said groovy, um, which you didn't say much. Um, nifty. Well, um, yeah, I still that's nifty. Or I, I, do too. Is, I didn't realize that was a good a one. Yeah, yeah. Um, off the hook. Is um, that a slang? Out, off the hook is slang. Yeah, out of sight. Like, oh yeah, but that was kind of <laughs> yeah. like that was kind of a forced one. It's not like you went around all the time and said that. How about yeah. radical? Oh yeah, radical. Yeah, radical. <laughs> um, slamming. That's a surfing one. That's a surfing one. And same with um, stoked. Stoke is stoked is a surfing thing. It's not a. We still stay stoked. Well, because you guys are so yeah. cool. Cool. That's another one. It's, it's bomb dot com, bro. Um, Stellar. And then this is also like 70s slang for random things. Bad, which is good or great, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, that that's okay. Yeah. That's a good example for what we're just talking about. Because I mean, bad is actually a word that means the opposite of good or great. You guys had a word like that. Sick. Yeah, that's so dumb. It's sick. Yeah. Same as bad. It's freaking sick, bruh. Um, fab. Which is like short for fabulous. Um, freaky deaky. Oh, yeah. Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Okay. Um, you're digging too deep now. Good vibes, which is actually something they say nowadays. So let's come okay. back. Um, this I is a weird I one. I feel that like in my life. I feel like this next one's got to be fake or got to be just something. Hairy eyeball. <laughs> well, that's a drink. That's a, it's drink? a drink. What the hell is it? Yeah, look eyeball? it up, you guys. I'm not sure. Malia can Malia, look it up. That's your job to look it up because I've got baby on me, so I can't look. Eyeball. Harry eyeball, eyeball drink. I don't think I ever had one though. That sounds disgusting. Um, yeah. The low down. Um, the man, which of course that's something they say nowadays. Um, the skinny. The oh, low down the skinny, is definitely a thing too. That's not even, yeah. yeah. And threads. And then here's threads. some. Hmm. Yeah, like for clothes. Um, yeah. And here's some 70s slang for people. Brick house. No. We all know. You know okay, that brick. has to be a real one because, yeah. House. No, I know, but people don't say that. Well, not or now. Maybe they do. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Casanova. Uh, um, closet disco queen. We're, get off that. Whatever you're on <laughs> is just dumb. No, How about Jive so, Turkey? Oh, yeah. Hey. Is that real? It seems like the hairy eyeball is a beer the name of a beer from the Longanitas Brewing Company but um I found one thing that it's coconut water lychee red pepper syrup and chili shreds which doesn't even have alcohol in it that sounds <laughs> um, that's unpleasant sounds horrible but I think the lychee is supposed to be like the eyeballs oh yeah yeah that makes sense um and the hair is probably the chili shreds um oh, that's by the way I'm we have lychee in the backyard you guys you're missing oh, out do you? 
Yeah, That's but it's amazing. only growing on one side of the tree, like one That's weird. little That's section, weird. and the rest hey, just refuses. Start yeah. somewhere. I guess so. Uh, okay, right. so mom, nope, it's done. It's Stop over. It's dead. Kool-Aid. No, yep. Stop it, just Jen. Stop it's Jen. dead. Turn, put the phone down. She. Okay. <sighs> Wally, Wally, blood and dolly. Mom, what are three things that you're taking away from this chapter or from these sections? This section. Number one, the, Jenny the... needs to have her phone taken away from her. <laughs> She's you, guys are such, you guys are such squares. That's too, that's, 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 <laughs> that's way too early. One. That's a good It's not like 50s or something. Yeah, it was before me, I think. I don't know. Okay, focus, Jen. I'm doing three things. Okay, the first one was so, I love this so much. Goblins can only say the F word once a month. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) I love that. I'm going to make that a rule in our house. Good luck implementing that. I know. (laughs) Do you think that's, is that all goblins? Or is that just in this area? Or I don't know, but that's what, what was it? One of those guys said it. Too much information. Yeah, it I was don't know somewhere. where it was. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I like that rule. That was neat. And then um, the second thing that I really like was that eyeball necklace. Um, that was just, you know, that took a lot of imagination. That's really cool. Because I could see wearing it around your neck and, the, and it moving and the eyeballs looking on all mm. different directions. That'd be really neat. So that's mm. the other thing. She hasn't used that yet. So there's hope. But, um, oh, and... Um, I like that so much. I think I'm going to make a card with it for my next card. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then um, number three was I love, I still love the goblins. Um, I think it's really funny. They don't want you to say thank you. Like when, with that, um, I was at Verona giving them the chicken nuggets and all that, but mm-hmm. um, they don't like that. But if you, they like it, if you insult them or give them the finger, <laughs> they're so funny. Yeah, so I like them. <laughs> That's awesome. They're fun. All right. Um, pretty much last but not least, um, time for mom to recommend a book to read. Okay. So I'm gonna recommend a book that um I'm reading right now. I'm almost done with it. I'm at the very end. It's called The Dictionary of Lost Words by Pip Williams. And that might sound like the most boring book you could ever read, but it's totally a really good book. And um, it's, I think it focuses, it's like historical fiction. So some of it is true, some of it's not. And um, it focus on, focuses on the Oxford English Dictionary. And um, in the turn of the century, like it starts in the late 1800s and goes through maybe 1920 or something, and how they left out some words in there. And um, so this is a story about um, how they make a dictionary. I know that sounds terrible. It was fascinating. <laughs> and the it, I know she laughed. It was really, really good. And the characters were so well-developed. And um, it was mainly about the words of women that didn't make the cut for this dictionary. And hmm. um, so the whole theme that runs through it is um, there's a lot of um, social and historical issues, women's suffrage, World War II, um, class and gender issues. So um, I World War II just, or World War One or oh, probably World War One actually. Yeah, but anyway, it was really um, it was really interested interesting. Hmm. 
even though I have a little teeny bit more to read. But um, yeah, that was a great book. Yeah. I mean, like, that sounds really interesting. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty was. cool. <laughs> well, uh, another thing is we want to remind you all of the giveaway. Um, our mom makes really fun cards. And maybe you will be the winner of the eyeball necklace card um, if she chooses <laughs> to make that one. So to enter the giveaway, comment on our Reddit post for this episode and we'll draw your name and stuff. Also, heads up, um, sometimes I try to contact our winners through Reddit and sometimes they don't respond. So if you listen to our podcast, maybe check your Reddit messages or something because uh, we might owe you a card. <laughs> True. We don't want you to miss out. Yes. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to support Wildbow, go to patreon.com slash wildbow. And if you want to support me, check out my blog at www.createwithcheryl.me. Hey, and I just put up um, a few days ago, I put up like seven or eight cards that were related to pale. So you might look on there. It might just be fun to take a look. Yeah. You can also check out Pale in Comparison, a podcast where Malia uses her knowledge of pale to guess what happens in Pact, one of Wildbow's other web serials, and I try to not give anything away. In addition, check out all the other great shows on the Doof Network and support us at patreon.com slash doofmedia. You can follow us on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Also, be on the lookout for the Reddit post in r slash parahumans, where you can share your thoughts on this episode and enter our giveaway. All right, guys. Uh, it's totally tubular. Homocetic, <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Groovy. Yeah. <laughs> it's It's been tight. It's been tight. Um, <laughs> yeah. super, That's not a thing anyway. Super yeah, cereal. Wow, I missed that one. Um, yeah, we're going to, I don't know, we're bringing <laughs> stuff back. <laughs> probably should yep. be brought back right um, anyway bye bye guys bye, bye.